Hey friends, welcome to The Perfectionist Guide to Mothering. I'm your host, Andrea Fortenberry. This is a podcast about finding freedom from perfectionism to show up for the life God has for you. Mom life is messy, unpredictable, and just plain hard sometimes, but it's also amazing. I believe God uses it all to grow us into the women He wants us to be. We can't do motherhood on our own. We need God's help. We need wisdom from other moms. We need the encouragement of community. I hope you'll find all of that and more as you listen in. Welcome to episode 86 of the Perfectionist Guide to Mothering. Today, I'm going to talk to you about something I've been hearing about lately over the past couple of months, reading random things online, and I thought we should talk about it. We are going to talk about how to move past limiting beliefs. But before I dive into that topic, I want to remind you to please help share the podcast. Could you send an episode link to some of your friends as you're listening, post as you're listening on social media by taking a screenshot and then tagging me on Instagram, I'm at Andrea Fortenberry, or on Facebook, I'm at Andrea B. Fortenberry. And then could you take just two minutes to leave a rating and review over on Apple Podcasts? All of these little things that you do help to make a big difference in enabling more moms to find the show, which is our heart, right? To help one another and to encourage each other in our motherhood journey. So doing those little things will help and will go a long way. So thanks for paying it forward. Okay, on to today's episode. What are limiting beliefs? Limiting beliefs are anything you believe that is holding you back from your greatest potential and from the abundant life God has for you. In John 10.10, Jesus says, The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. Or another translation says, I came so that they would have life and have it abundantly. Maybe your limiting beliefs are things other people have told you that you heard and have accepted as fact, even if it's not really true. Or maybe your limiting beliefs have come from you and from that inner critic that lives inside you and is always talking to you and telling you that you're not good enough. Wherever our limiting beliefs come from, we all have them, but we don't have to let them boss us around. An important next step is to identify what what are your limiting beliefs? I bet you have some perhaps more than you might realize. Here are a few examples. I don't have what it takes. I don't have enough time. I didn't get enough sleep. I'm not a good mom. I'll never be able to change. And when you think about those types of statements, those types of beliefs, They really do affect how we behave and how we carry ourselves and how we live throughout our days. But what if we rewrote those limiting beliefs 
those negative scripts that are running in our minds in a way that acknowledges our current reality. As moms, we often feel tired. We often feel like we have more to do than we have time to do it. But what if we rewrote those scripts in a way that, again, acknowledges our current reality, but opens the door to possibility and growth instead of having a mindset that just keeps us stuck where we are? Maybe we aren't where we want to be but we don't have to stay stuck here. We can move forward and make some progress. So let's examine those limiting beliefs that I just shared. So I'm gonna share the limiting beliefs and then share a way that we can rewrite them that is more positive, that again, acknowledges where we are, but are going to help us move forward with more momentum, confidence, and clarity. So here we go. I don't have what it takes. What if instead we said, I'm growing and learning every day. It's okay to be a beginner. It's okay that other people are farther ahead. I am where I am and God's going to help me grow. Next one, I don't have enough time. What if we rewrote that to say, I feel pressed for time but I know God can help me maximize my time. Instead of feeling overwhelmed, I'm going to do my next right thing. I didn't get enough sleep. We can rewrite that to say, I don't feel rested today, but I'll do the best I can to rejoice anyway. And then we can ask ask ourselves, what can I do to set myself up better tomorrow for better sleep and rest. And then we go out and do it. Next one, I'm not a good mom. We can change that to say, I'm an imperfect mom who makes mistakes, but I do also get a lot of things right. And lastly, I'll never be able to change. Instead, we can say, change is hard, but I'm determined to make imperfect progress to get there. And with God, he can help me change slowly but surely. Let's talk now about how changing our beliefs from those that limit us to those that give us potential and possibility, how those things can change our life. Initially, rewriting those scripts in our head may not make much of a difference at the start. It might feel hokey to be kind to yourself or to speak more positively about where you are in life. But eventually, as we do that with consistency, we will find that you'll gain momentum. You will have hope that things can be different. You'll realize that you can be imperfect and make progress. Perhaps you'll realize that you were the reason you were stuck not because of external factors. Back in August, I attended the Global Leadership Summit. It's an annual leadership conference that happens usually the first week of August. And I've had the privilege of attending with my church over the course of the last decade. I think I've only missed two. And this 
conference has helped me to grow in my leadership, but also in my life and the many roles that I have, wife, mom, friend, etc. And I wanted to share a few of the things I heard there this year that are related to limiting beliefs. So first in a session, Pastor Erwin McManus said, all limitations in you are created by you. They aren't from your experiences, but your response to those experiences. I thought that was very insightful. And then Secretary Condoleezza Rice shared in a session called How to Deal with Your Past to Lead Going Forward. And she gave these three main points that I think are just such great reminders to us. First one, she said, own your past, but don't be a prisoner of your past. I love that. I think we can get stuck in milling over the past and what we should have done differently or, again, just how things have held us back, just situations that we go through. And I love what she said. Own it. Acknowledge that it happened, but don't be a prisoner of it. Second thing she said was be twice as good. That was something her parents shared with her. And then the third thing she shared is that there are no victims. Choose your response, which goes back to what Erwin McManus said. I think we are naturally just wired a little bit to look for someone to blame. It's that sin nature in us to adopt a victim mentality that makes us believe that we don't have any responsibility in what we do moving forward. I think that's easy. That's ordinary. It's something we just as humans do naturally because of our sin nature. But what I think is extraordinary is when we take ownership of our lives and we do something to move forward well. And like Condoleezza Rice shared, there are things that have happened to us in our past that we couldn't control then, or even if we could control it, it's in the past. We can't change it anymore. But we can change our future from here going forward by choosing our response to what has happened to us or to where we are now in our lives. Again, I think it's what is extraordinary is when we take ownership of our lives and do something to move forward well. Maybe that's going to counseling or going back to school. Maybe that's apologizing or repenting from something. Maybe it's getting up earlier and getting off our bottoms. (laughs) Maybe it's giving ourselves permission to be human, to make mistakes, Or maybe it's inspiring ourselves to make small decisions to be the person we want to become. So I have some homework for you today. First, notice how you talk to yourself. Think about what you say to yourself throughout the course of the day. Write those things down even if you need to. Put a note on your phone or put a little notepad where you'll see it regularly. And just as you have thoughts about yourself, write them down. Be aware of those limiting beliefs that you are putting on yourself or, again, that you're repeating that someone else has put on you. And then related to that is notice how you talk to others. What are the limiting beliefs that just come out of your mouth? Again, 
maybe it's that you don't have enough time or you don't have enough money or whatever, whatever those things that you're feeling that come out of your mouth, identify those, write them down. It's important for us to identify our limiting beliefs so that we can move past them. Second piece of your homework is to write a better soundtrack. John Acuff has a great book called Soundtracks, all about how we can turn our negative thoughts, our limiting beliefs, our soundtracks into something better. I read it with my team at work, and it's great. It, if you want to take a deep dive into this, which I encourage you to do, um, grab his book. I'll link it in the show notes for you. And then the last thing is believe the better soundtracks that you write. Believe that you can change. Believe that God can help you move past what's keeping you stuck so that you can find new levels of joy and confidence and satisfaction. I pray that these steps will help you to find freedom and help you to live the abundant life that Jesus has for you. At the end of every episode, you know I like to ask some fun questions. Since it's me today, I get to answer them. Here are my recommendations for what I am reading, watching, and listening to. So right now, I'm reading a book called On Writing Well by William Zinser. This is a classic. I bought a copy in college for one of my classes, and at the time, it was like the 25th anniversary of this book, which now it's like 20 years later. So this book has been out a really long time, but it is just a great book for any writer to have in their toolbox. It's easy to read. It just helps you to think more clearly, write more clearly. I highly recommend it. I will link it in the show notes for you. Right now, I have been watching Gilmore Girls with my daughter, who is 15. I never, ever watched Gilmore Girls until this past year. When it came out, I was in college and I didn't have a lot of time to watch TV. So I never watched it, but it has been really fun to watch it with her and also to kind of revisit that time period. Uh, It aligns with when I was in college and when Rory's in college. So I've been enjoying watching that with my daughter. And I have found that watching television or movies with your kids can be great methods of bringing up topics that maybe you feel awkward about or you won't know necessarily how to just bring it up out of the blue. I love that you can watch an episode together and then talk about what's going on. So talking about maybe bad choices the characters are making or choices that aren't in alignment with what God has for us and I've just really enjoyed being able to use the show as a catalyst for that. Other shows that have worked that way for our family before are Family Matters. (laughs) We watched that back in 2020, like all the seasons. And there were just some great scenarios about dating and peer pressure and drinking that were just, again, great ways to talk to our kids about these things because we had just watched an episode. So that's what I'm watching right now is Gilmore Girls with my daughter. 
something I am listening to these days. I have had the song 1000 Names by Phil Wickham on repeat since the beginning of August. My friend Sherry Wagner had a ministry event and they sang that song for worship. And I have just been listening to it constantly as I'm in the car, as I'm getting ready throughout the day. It's just a beautiful song and just helps me to remember how amazing and just how powerful God is by going through that song and thinking about all the different names that that he has. So love that one. Highly recommend it. Next, I have a product recommendation for you that makes my life easier. It is the Micro Delivery Vitamin C Resurfacing Peel Kit. (laughs) That's a mouthful. By Philosophy. I've been using this for years, and it truly is a five-minute at-home facial. It's a two-step process. You use a scrub first, and then you add an activating gel. You let it sit on your face for about three minutes, and then use a washcloth to wipe it all off. I use it once or twice a week. I just love it so much. It exfoliates your skin. It makes it feel so soft. And then when you add moisturizer, then your face actually is able to retain that moisture. I just have super dry skin now that I'm older and I live in Arizona. My skin is just super dry, but this is a product that helps, again, just exfoliate so that your moisturizer can set in better. And I love it so much. It's a little bit pricey, but I will say... If you go to a spa to get a facial, it's now like almost $100, but this peel kit is like $80 and you get several months use out of it. So I highly recommend it. It's a great at-home product that helps your face just have this nice glow and feel good and it's amazing. So I will link it for you in the show notes. You can buy it on Amazon. I'll have a link for you there. Next question is, what is a best soul or self-care tip for moms? And here's one that's super practical. It doesn't sound very inspirational, but it's to eat before you are ravenously hungry. (laughs) Look at your schedule for the day when you wake up in the morning, look at what you have going on and figure out when and what you're going to eat. The other day, I had nonstop work meetings from 9 in the morning to 3 p.m., like literally back to back to back. So before I went upstairs to my office, I packed a quick lunch. I threw in an Uncrustable and some fruit and some chips and just snacks I could have throughout the day to eat during these work calls. It is the worst feeling to have a headache and low blood sugar because you haven't eaten all day, right? Have you been there? I'm sure you have as a busy mom. So keep snacks for your kids and for you in your purse or your diaper bag while you are out running around. You need to fuel your body well so that you can do all that life requires of you. You guys, I don't know what's going on with my voice. I think it's because I am up recording this kind of early and I haven't had much water or my tea yet for the day. So I feel like I'm a little raspy today, but that's okay. We're almost through the episode. Next question, what is God teaching me in this season? I'm currently in a transition season. 
if you have listened to episodes over the past year, you know that I was in a waiting season for quite a while and now things are shifting. I recently moved to full-time work with Mops International slash The Mom Co. We have a new name, which is a huge blessing and I love so much. I'm also working on some other projects, including this podcast. So I really am transitioning and discerning what this next season needs to look like. I'm giving myself permission to transition and figure things out as I go. (laughs) My normal perfectionistic tendency is to try to come up with a plan and a system and all of this from the get-go, but I've lived enough life to know that sometimes the best way for me to create a system or strategy is to assess the needs and reality first and then come up with my plan. So that's what I'm doing in this season. I'm transitioning, I'm living in it, and then I'm going to discern, okay, what is my plan? What are my systems going forward? Because now I need to figure some things out. Like when am I going to tidy up my house and when am I going to do my grocery shopping? Last thing, I would love to connect with you online. I am most often on Instagram at Andrea Fortenberry, but I am on Facebook as well, Andrea B. Fortenberry. I would love to connect with you between our episodes here and uh, yeah, just see what's going on in your life as well. So let's connect there. Also, I send out a monthly-ish magazine called Restore. I would love for you to get those issues directly to your inbox. So I will include that link here. If you are not already on my email list, I would love to send that to you. And lastly, just thank you so much for listening. I love that we get time together a few times a month. I love being able to speak into your life and encourage you. And thank you so much for listening. Hey friend, can I ask you a big favor? Would you take two minutes right now to head over to Apple Podcasts to rate and review the podcast for me? All you have to do is search for The Perfectionist Guide to Mothering, scroll down, give it some stars, and write a short review. That's it. While you're there, could you also subscribe to the show? All of this means so much to me, and it will help other moms be able to find the podcast. Also, in a few weeks, I'll be doing a special Q&A episode, and I need your questions. You can find me on Instagram at Andrea Fortenberry and just DM me your questions. It can be about motherhood, faith, friendship, marriage, anything you want to ask me. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. I'll catch you next time.